0: Welcome to this GemTrain.org presentation, where you will be able to enjoy some wonderful free content that we sincerely hope will help you overcome the challenges of autism. Some content from this presentation is not included here, but the entire presentation is available on our website, GemTrain.org. Hi, I'm Marco Lopez, and I'm the founder of Tune, a company that specializes in helping people to quiet their minds, really to think in a different way that helps them improve every aspect of their results in life, in business, in their relationships. And so I'm excited to share that with you. And so a little bit about my background, I've been interested in personal development my whole life, really. So, so first of all, one of my one of my mentors a lifelong relationship that i've had has over 30 years of experience in the personal development world and he's created some really innovative ways of 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 using the mind now he isn't he isn't too well known in the world but i've always been interested in his philosophies and have worked with him to help him improve his ideas over the years now i i have been interested in personal development because i've i've been interested in a lot of things in a lot of different areas um i've i'm a you know i've i've been interested in singing and drawing and in uh in teaching in i guess physical fitness and just stretching myself that way as well and um i've i've been a big i guess i was taught early on in life to be a big achiever i kind of learned that and i was very interested in in becoming the most that i that i could be and so that's why i guess i've grasped onto these ideas But now I have, I went on to, um, or in my earlier years, I did a lot of singing. I got a chance to travel to different countries and sing. And I went to BYU and I studied Latin American studies with a minor in business and minor in music. In music, while at BYU, I traveled around to many different countries, over seven countries in the world. And I got to sing and dance and inspire different people. So that's always been a big, a huge interest of mine uh, was inspiring people and i ended up going to qualtrics that was my first job right out of college as a sales professional they hired me to be able to open the latin american market i was employed 26 at qualtrics and which was kind of exciting because i didn't know it at the time but qualtrics ended up just being sold They, they just recently were sold for several billion dollars and so i got to watch this young company grow. I helped them grow. And I saw how that's done, you know, through systems and and different things that they set up there. So I helped them, um, sell some of their biggest first, first accounts. And I also helped them open up their whole Latin American market. I was their guy for Latin America. So I opened up Brazil and all the Latin American markets. Now, after, um, And then after Qualtrics, I got to work for several or a a few other star um, startup companies, Lucichart for Entrada. So one of the things that I specialize in that I really focus on in my teaching is helping people to quiet the noise in their mind. That for me is the most important thing that somebody can do because it's central and it will improve Every other aspect of their lives. Um, so, the well, first of all, what is what is noise, right? What is this noise that we're talking about, and what do I mean by quieting their mind? Well, first of all, the noise is what holds us back. It's all these. It's people can call them the voices in their head, right? It's all this, um, all this n- maybe negative self-talk. It's the voices that say, "I can't do this." I'll never be good at this. Why am I even trying at this? Or it's saying, it's constantly reminding us, these voices, what did I, you know, how I, I've always failed in the past at this, so therefore I can't be successful at it now. Or or people might be creating, or we might be creating in our minds scenarios about how we'll fail in the future. So as you can imagine, if you have all this noise, you know, all these voices in your mind, crowding it, you'll never do anything. You'll never be able to step out and do anything of significance. And so it's so important that somebody can quiet this noise. So what is, what is this noise? What is this mental noise that we experience in our minds? Well, first of all, it's important to understand that from the time we were very young, we've been receiving information into our minds. We've been allowing Thoughts and information to enter our minds that has been programming our subconscious mind. It's been programming it to specific or habitual ways of thinking about different things. Maybe, you know, in there we've created a certain self-image. We've created ideas about ourselves, maybe limitations. Maybe we've learned this from parents, maybe from friends, from people, you know, different people we've associated with, including our culture. Just our culture has created a lot of of these limitations, including this noise that I'm talking about. So how can we quiet that? That is the question, right? So as I'm talking about this, I'm sure you're aware that you experience some of this noise as well. We all do, right? And if you do, if you're picking up on that, you're very, very normal. So I want to give you an assignment right now for you to just be thinking about. I want you to, to take the next couple of days and just pay attention to the noise that you experience. What is this noise that keeps you from doing things? Maybe you get an idea to go and do something for somebody else, right? You want to um, maybe you maybe in your company, you know where you work, you have an idea that you feel like would be very valuable feedback, be a great idea that could help the company. But then the noise creeps in, right? then you're you're starting to think about why it might not be a good idea and all that. And so whether it's worries, whether it's doubts, whether it's fears, I want you to take note of that. Other things that might be, right? It might be too much um, or too many unfinished tasks or unfinished business. You've got a lot of responsibilities on your plate. All those things might be that noise that you experience. So as you do So as you're thinking about this, I want you to write those things down. Make sure you write those down on a sheet of paper. In fact, I would dedicate a journal to this. That's what I would do. I would take a journal, it can be just a notebook, and just put noise at the top and use it as a tool to be able to track your noise. It's gonna have questions. It'll have questions for you about your, just about your mind noise. And I want you to fill that out. Fill it out, take your time to fill it out. And you're not going to be able to fill it out all in one setting. It'll be best if you write down the noise that you think of initially, but then live for a few days and just, you know, experience that noise and pay attention to what it is that, that you're experiencing and then write that down. Write those things down as they come and fill out that PDF with a, uh, with a, a nice little compilation of the noise that you experience. And that'll be powerful because that's the first step. The first step in, in quieting your noise is to be able to identify it, identify what it is, and then we'll work on improving that. So we just described the first step to quieting the mind. And that is you actually have to identify your noise, identify what it is that you experience, right? We talked about a few of those things, worry, doubt, could be fears, fear of the unknown, right? It could be so much... unfinished unfinished business, so many responsibilities, all these things on your to-do list that are halfway done, right? All those things could be noise, but what was it that you identified? Again, if you haven't filled out that PDF with your noise, I would suggest that you go back and you do that before moving on here. So now that you've identified some of your noise, I wanna give you some tips. I'm gonna give you three main things that I teach my clients, that I work with my clients on to be able to help them to quiet that noise in their mind, okay? The first thing is you wanna understand a little bit about your mind. Most people don't know how their mind works, and I teach this all the time, but I don't think anyone else, not very many people think about the mind in this way, but you've got two minds. You've got a conscious mind, and you've got a subconscious mind, and they both have different areas of specialty, okay? So your conscious mind is the one that you're using all the time. It's the one that you're aware of right now. So as you're looking at me, as you're listening to me, you are, you're probably evaluating some aspects of of me, the way I'm using my hands or the way I'm talking or whatever. You might be thinking, you know, making certain judgments about me and that you're doing with your conscious mind. Any thinking that you're aware of is done with your conscious mind. Now your conscious mind has an area of specialty. If you use it right, it does this certain thing so well and it will make you happy. It will add so much to your joy, add so much to your productivity if you use it in the right way, okay? So what is this way? Your conscious mind, I'm just gonna tell you the answer, okay? I could ask you, if I were together with you, I'd ask you, what do you think it is? So what What do you think it is? What do you think it's It's best used for? Well, you were really good at using it in the right way when you were a kid. When you were a kid, you probably went out and, and you Observe the world, right? You saw, you said, wow, a butterfly, wow, a, s- a snake, or look at the clouds, look how the clouds move, or look at the stars, how beautiful they are, right? All these observations, you're taking in the outside world through your senses. You're living, you're experiencing the world through your senses. That's what your conscious mind is made for. You can, it's, that's what it does best. You want to use this conscious mind, this mind that you're aware of, to take in What you're experiencing through your outside world the problem is as we get older our mind gets filled with this noise and we no longer are able to experience the world in this beautiful way to be able to take it in as we did as a child right okay so now i'm going to give you an assignment for this lesson that is to focus on using your conscious mind in the right way that is try to be present and using your your conscious mind to focus on what you see what you hear, you smell, you taste, and you touch through everything that you do. You wanna be in tune with that. And then when a worry comes to mind that wants to consume your mind, like how am I gonna get this assignment done, right? You can delegate that to your subconscious mind. How do you delegate it? Well, you write it down on a sheet of paper, write it down. And in fact, there'll be exercises in today's assignment that will give you kind of a structure you can use for that to get you started. And so I would write down your worry and then I would give it some time. Okay, you can write down your worry, but then you come back and you'll notice that if you go back after you've written down your worry, if you go back to enjoying life through your senses, you go back to you know, enjoying the beautiful roses or the beautiful mountains or the, the water, the feeling of the water, anything like that. If you can go back to that, When you come back to that list later on, your mind will be clear and calm and relaxed. And then as soon as you see that list again, you'll notice that ideas have come to you. New ideas have come to you. When you bring up that question again, how do I do this assignment? You'll have new ideas and they'll be so fresh. I remember talking to somebody about, um, just about this idea. I remember they were working on, they were working on Ikea furniture. They were trying to assemble something and they couldn't figure something out. And so they, they, they were so frustrated actually, they became so frustrated that evening. They couldn't figure out how this part went together and they read through the instructions several times, couldn't figure it out. They finally just, you know, took a break. They actually went to sleep for the night and then came back the next morning when their mind was clear and calm, the answer was easy. It was so simple that they had been pressuring their mind too much. So I guess that's the point is that when we are using our minds incorrectly when we use our conscious mind to try to figure out all the complex stuff we crowd it we fill it with noise and we block it what we're doing is we block ourselves and so I want you to avoid blocking yourself by trying your best just do your best to live your life through your senses experience your senses and when those issues come up those more complex things delegate them to the subconscious mind. Give it time and then come back to the list later on. And you'll notice your subconscious mind will have figured out a lot of those things for you. My third step that I wanna teach you about quieting the mind, and these really aren't steps because they're not really sequential. They're tools that you can use. So I should say my third tool to give you is just think about the way you're using your mind, okay? There's a way to use your mind, a way to use your conscious mind that'll make everything better. Think slow and think one at a time. So I'll tell you what you don't want to do, okay? A lot of people short circuit their mind. I often short circuit my mind. I have to remind myself to not do so by slowing down. We hope you're enjoying this presentation. At any time, we invite you to go to gemtrain.org and gain the additional guidance from this presenter that can help you fully grow and flourish as you gain the skills and confidence to help those you love on the autism spectrum. So think of your mind like a machine, okay? This machine, if operated properly, will do amazing things for you. But if you don't operate it properly, it will break down. I remember I thought of a, an example the other day that was, you know, I was, I was vacuuming my floor and the vacuum all of a sudden got all clogged up, got all clogged up and, or it just stopped working. And I thought, okay, there's gotta be a reason for this. And at first I was struggling to figure out what the reason was or why it wouldn't work. And then I eventually, you know, tried to logically figure it out. So I kind of took it apart and I noticed that in the tube, I emptied the tube out and it was full of rocks. It's full of all these rocks. And so I just thought about how that's exactly like the mental clutter that we have. You know, we let all this noise into our mind and it's it's like the processors in our mind just get filled with all this blockage and we stop thinking clearly. And so how do you avoid that from coming in? Again, you want to think calmly, so very slowly or calmly, and you want to think one thing at a time. That's how your mind should operate. People oftentimes will will, uh, will think like this. So I, I, I use this to describe it. See, they, we have one thought, and before that thought ends, we have another thought, and before that thought ends, another thought. So you have all these overlapping thoughts that break down this wonderful machine that we have to be able to process information. So if you'll take things slowly, one thing at a time, you know, one thought at a time, you'll do so much better. There might be a, uh, there's an example that that might help. So think of your mind, not as a blender at high speed. Okay, imagine a blender at high speed. You've got this blender at, at full speed going, right? And then you drop a piece of cinnamon accidentally inside. And as that blender's going at full speed, you try to recover that piece of cinnamon, right? So you reach in, you're trying to get it, but the blender just spits it out right you're not going to be able to get that piece of cinnamon very effectively by if it's in a blender at high speed right so what would the alternative be the alternative would be imagine you're kneading dough at a very slow and calm pace right you're slowly kneading it and then a piece of cinnamon falls in at that point or in that process, how hard would it be to pick up that piece of cinnamon? Right? It'd be a lot easier when you're, when the dough, if you're slowly moving dough, compared to a fast speed blender. Right? Same with your mind. You want your mind to always operate as if slowly kneading dough. So you can even think of your mind as going in very slow motion. So that's the, that that's this third point. I've, I I hope I've explained it, well. The idea is you just want to you want to keep your mind going at a very slow and calm pace and make sure your ideas are going one at a time i talk to clients all the time who are overwhelmed they're so overwhelmed entrepreneurs think of an entrepreneur right an entrepreneur is a someone starting a business starting to do something especially nowadays they're getting information from coaches or or from the media you know everyone's telling them they have to do all these things They need to do social media. They need to do um, their accounting. They need to create their products. They need to sell. They need to do all these things. And so at the beginning of the week, if they let their mind overload with all that stuff, imagine how well their minds are functioning, right? Their minds have so much going on at a time. And then they go to do one thing and they're like paralyzed. They can't even do that one thing because their minds are overloaded. Their minds, I call it short circuiting your mind. Your mind is short circuited. Doesn't work. Doesn't work at all. So the more you can take things one thing at a time, that writing down is so effective. If you can take down your tasks and you can break them down into steps and take one thing at a time and then move on to the next thing and then do that thing, move on to the next thing, you'll be so much more effective. So here's your assignment. So your assignment for this lesson is take that that thing that has seemed really complicated. Maybe you've been procrastinating maybe you've been procrastinating this thing for a while now for a period of time. Take that thing and now take it and address it from a very calm mind. Make sure your mind is very calm. Take it down and write it, write it out. So rather than you trying to process it in your mind, oftentimes when we do that, there's a lot of confusion. So Rather than doing that, you wanna take it and you wanna break it down into bite-sized pieces. You wanna say, okay. I would say if you're feeling really overwhelmed, if you have something that you've been putting off because it's overwhelming to even think about, I would say the first thing is take the sheet of paper, in fact, take the, the PDF that's attached in this lesson and just write. Take out, you know, take out your pen and just start writing about all the things that are stressful to you about this task write it out just write it out in all its scariness right write out all the things that you have to do just take it and write it out this is actually getting it out of your mind you can get it out of your mind that way you'll find yourself a lot calmer and a lot um, your mind will feel a lot lighter once you get it all out and you write it all down in all its complexity just write it out why is it so stressful what are all the reasons what are all the challenges If you've done anything like this before, you'll notice that it will simplify it. It, You'll realize that it wasn't as bad. Things always seem a lot scarier in our minds. So that's the first step. Write it all out. Now take some time away from it. Just take a little break. Go take a walk. Go, you know, have a good conversation with a friend or something. Then come back to it. Now take what you wrote or those ideas and just slowly, with a very calm mind, maintain that calmness that you experienced when you were talking to your friend with no pressure, or enjoying the grass outside or whatever it was. Bring that same calmness to your project now and take one thing at a time. So take, break it down and say, okay, what's step number one? What's the first thing and most important thing that I could do to make progress on this? And then what's the next thing? What's the next thing? And you can even break it down into things that that might take an hour or less to do. And if you, Fill your project with those things that take an hour or less to do, you'll see that you can do anything. If you slow down your mind, there's nothing that you can't do. So that that would be my assignment for this time is to go and go through that process and just experience how much more powerful, how much more capable you are with a mind that's very calm and at ease. By the way, this applies to not only complex projects, but things that you're afraid of as well. Um, I helped a lady one time that I was sitting next to on a plane. She had a lot of fear about being on the plane. Um, Just a lot of anxiety as the plane took off. I noticed that and then we started a conversation. She told me all about her fear and why she had that fear. And then I helped her kind of optimize her thinking, you know, clear her mind down, quiet the noise in her mind by just slowing, slowing down. And I gave her a tool to use. See, she remember we talked about our senses and so I I told her just feel this just feel this pen right so she had a pen I said just put all your attention on this pen or focus it on anything that you want to right so I was preparing her for the landing right for how she was going to act in the landing and so we got this and just as we were talking it calmed her mind down and then prior to the landing she decided she wanted to focus on her grandchildren so she focused on her grandkids And it was, it was really, really powerful. She just pictured her grandkids in her mind. The plane was landing. She experienced that landing completely free of fear. She was just, she was good. She was really good. And it was an amazing experience for her. She's like, what did you do? Or how did, how did I do that? She just calmed down her mind. See, before she let all those fears crowd in, just charge in, fill her mind. But when she calmed it down, she was able to do that thing that she was afraid of she could just go right into that. It's like when we, when we have that noise, that noise is kind of like a big hula hoop that we have around us, a big barrier, you know, that we have around us that prevents us from going out and doing scary things or doing anything that's out of our comfort zone. But if you can quiet that noise, you can step out and you can do just about anything, just about anything you want to. So imagine how much more powerful you'd be, how much more capable you'd be if you could learn how to quiet that noise. If you could reduce that noise and just step out and do that thing that your heart's been telling you that you really want to do. So we've just talked about some valuable and powerful tools for quieting your mind. It hasn't been rocket science. It hasn't been, you know, incredibly complex. It's actually been very simple, but if it's so simple, why don't more people do it? Right? I think a lot of people think that changing the way that you think or quieting your mind is very complex. That it's going to be really complicated, and as we've gone through, the, as you've gone through this lesson, I hope you realized. I hope you've realized that it's really not. Um, it can be a lot more simple than what you think. It's just changing the pace at which you think, and treating your mind better. If you treat your mind better, it'll function better for you. So it really is. It really is quite simple. Um, the other thing, people often think that it's going to be really hard. Right, it's going to be um, something really hard to do. It's not hard; it takes consistency. You just have to practice all the time. I um, I teach courses that that expand over a period of time to help people quiet their minds. And they might be doing really well for a couple of days, but if they let go of that reins, they'll fall back into old habits. And so it's just something. Consistency is the name of the game. That's if you will be consistent at this you'll notice that you'll be better at it. You'll use your mind better and you'll be more powerful for doing just about anything. So another question that you might ask, or I guess another barrier to maybe taking action on this, is just how do I get started? How do I do it, right? How do I start doing it? Well, I would say you can start this second, this very second right now, focused on using your mind in the right way. So immediately right now, I would, as you walk out this, this uh, room, as, as you walk out of wherever it is you are right now, focus on the ground that you're walking on. And then as you're passing the wall, maybe touch the wall, right? Maybe as you see someone just connect with them or just kind of focus on them and nothing else. Don't think ahead. Don't think on what was just be, be wherever you are. Um, Focus on that now. But Because you're so in the habit of thinking in a different way, it's going to be hard to remember. And you know that, you know, maybe this lasts a little bit, but then, you know, tomorrow I'll be right back where I was, right? So to help you be a little more consistent at it, here's an idea. What if you set your alarm for twice a day, maybe twice a day, you have this alarm ring. Okay. Just a little reminder that at that point, you want to take your noise and you want to write it down that'll help you identify your noise. And you also, in the identifying of it, if you can write it down and write it down slowly in all its complexity, the writing actually slows down your thinking too. Because we write slower than than we, than we would speak or than we think. You know, so the writing, when writing causes thinking, and when you write, you write slowly. And so it kind of anchors your mind to think at a slower pace. So I would do that exercise a couple times a day, just make it habitual, and as you do this, over time, it'll be easier. You know, we're never gonna be perfect at it, right? If we were perfect at it, we'd probably have no limitations to what we could do, right? But, um, but the better you get at it, the more calm you'll be. You'll realize that your ability to deal with any unforeseen issue will be so much better. You know, public speakers um, have to do this. Maybe if you're going into an interview, if you're doing this, if you've learned how to think at a more calm rate, you'll be a lot more in tune with the interviewer, right? So they'll be asking you questions and instead of you thinking ahead, what am I gonna say next? You'll be there, you'll be taking it in. You'll be able to respond in a much more um, engaging way, right? It'll be a lot more natural because you're actually responding and not just saying everything that you've rehearsed that you're going to say. So this'll make a huge difference in your life. And If you're married, your spouse will appreciate it. If you have kids, your kids will appreciate it. You'll be much more in tune with them you'll be a much better listener, you'll be able to help people in a, you know, so much better and you'll be able to calm your nerves for those things that have given you anxiety in the past. You know, if you're going up to sing in front of people or speak in front of people, you take things calmly, one step at a time, you can do anything. So those are, those, those are some thoughts today, I hope they've helped. So here's another idea. All of us want to be in control of our lives and that's a positive thing, to feel like we have control over our lives, where we're going with our lives. And it can be overwhelming when we feel out of control, especially out of control of our mind, because that's how we get, when we get, when we get, I, I refer to short-circuiting our mind. You know, when we, when we have a mental overload of negative emotions, or I can't do it, or any of these types of thoughts, when they crowd our mind, we will feel very out of control. And that's when often we'll give up on things. We'll say, I can't do this. I can't do it anymore. We'll quit something that we had started, right? But if you'll do this, if you'll learn how to calm down your thinking, you'll learn that you actually have a lot more control, that you actually can do things. And that brings me to a different point, another point of kind of the why, why we have that control. We are, if you think about who you are, it's very, very powerful it's very powerful when we have a correct understanding or a better understanding of who we are and what we're capable of so i believe that we really are spiritual beings okay so we have we are not just our bodies if you look at your body your body is just your body right and that's not that's not the extent to your potential you have access to infinite wisdom and intelligence within you and that's what we talked about with the subconscious mind That's why the subconscious mind can help you sort out those complex things in your life. So when you can keep your conscious mind clear and calm, you're in touch with a higher side of your personality that will help you be at your very best. You'll be your most natural self. You'll be your most natural self if you can quiet that noise that's in your mind. So I want you to think of control over one thing only. And and if you do this thing, It'll help you be in control over just about everything else in your life, or it'll help you feel more in control. And that is keep control, keep the reins on your subconscious, on your conscious mind, excuse me. Um, I've said before that your, your conscious mind, think of it as an unruly horse. You got this horse that's out of control, right? And that sometimes our conscious mind feels like that. In fact, our net, Naturally, without any restraint, our conscious mind is like that. We want to, um, our mind is like an unruly horse that wants to go wherever it pleases, right? It'll run this way, run that way, go anywhere. But if you'll take the reins on that horse, if you'll harness your conscious mind by connecting with what you see, what you smell, what you taste, touch, you know, if you're in touch with all your five senses. And if you harness yourself to the moment by doing that, you'll realize that higher thinking will come to you. You'll have access to this higher thinking coming to you through, from your subconscious mind that will help you realize really how powerful you are as a human being, how much you can actually do, how much you can actually create. Creative ideas will come to you. You realize you aren't somebody that just reacts to things, but you actually create things. You can have ideas, you can have an influence on things. You can help other people in ways that only you could, right? That's when you're in touch with you. And in order to be in touch with you and really connected internally, you wanna quiet that noise. Let me share with you why this is important to me. I'm talking about quieting the noise here. And what I'm talking about with this is all the, all the excess thinking that's preventing you from being authentically yourself. it's getting in the way of you just being yourself Um, i have experienced many things and you know i've been through many moments many experiences where i haven't been able to access that you know i've just been filled just flooded with worries and doubts fears about myself about my own potential about whether i had the potential to do this to make this happen you know whether it's my dreams or or a performance or anything that i'm going into and I, and I know that I'm not my best self. I go in and I talk to, you know, I talk to somebody and I'm just like, yeah, I feel like I didn't leave any of myself with them. And so this isn't, this isn't I mean, this is, that I just mentioned about me, but also all of us have this. What I've realized and what I've found is I've worked with people on quieting their minds is that they become much more themselves tell you about one, one girl that I worked with recently. She, due to, in her past, she felt like the present was always scary. So she was always jumping ahead. She was always thinking about um, the next thing. How am I going to move on to the next thing? So she never was able to center herself in her present and be completely there for people. She was just always moving ahead. She discovered this and it changed the way she thought. It changed the way she, it changed the way she thinks now. Um, now she's able to live in her present, live with herself, and be okay with it. The present is fine. It's not. I mean, she's realized that she's able to be there and actually give herself her true, authentic self to the people that she's with. And for me, that's really, really powerful to just to be able to see that change in somebody. And another lady that I worked with, that I worked with recently, she was she was looking. She was looking everywhere for her dream. You know, what was it that she wanted to do? What's, what's going to be her big goal in life? She's looking everywhere, thinking the answers are out there, but she learned to quiet her mind and she realized the answers were inside. She could access that when she quieted her mind. And so that was a huge realization for her. She realized that that tool right there, she could quiet her mind. She could access herself, her unique gifts and what it was that she had to offer. It's there it's there for you if you'll just quiet your mind. So I look forward to you um, experiencing this and I hope this has helped. I hope this, and I hope it continues to help you. We hope you have enjoyed this presentation. We now invite you to go to gymtrain.org and gain the additional guidance from this presenter that can help you fully grow and flourish as you gain the skills and confidence to help those you love on the autism spectrum.